Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding here on the Athletic NBA Show. That's the guy that looked frustrated in that intro, Mo Tequil, uh, who is just always laughing at Jay King at all times, apparently. Uh, I'm Jared Weiss. This is the Daily Ding. We got three good games to get into. I guess two good games and one sort of good game. We're going to start with the Suns beating the Clippers 129-124 to to take a 2-1 lead against the dynamic duo of the Clippers, Norm Powell and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, who needs Kawhi? We don't need him. <laughs> uh, no, that was a really impressive performance from the Clippers, like, Scotty, you would have thought when you heard the news that there's no Kawhi, already no PG, that like, yo, this is probably going to be a blowout. Give him credit. Russ was phenomenal, especially in the second half with the way he played. Norman Powell stepped up incredibly. They got a monster game from Bones Highland. It just wasn't enough, unfortunately, for them to be able to kind of overcome Devin Booker's 45 points. Like, he was unreal, Jared. 18 for 29 from the field. He played 45 minutes. Uh, had a huge block at the end of the game. Like, he did absolutely everything they could have asked from him. Yeah, I don't think people understand the series Devin Booker is having on the defensive end. He's been absolutely amazing on that end, really, in all three games. Uh, tonight, he finished on the, just the defensive end, excuse me, three steals and two blocks. That's, I think, eight steals in the playoffs right now and uh, somewhere around five blocks, six blocks for the uh, uh, the playoffs. Like, that's an unbelievable run of the way he's defending on on that end for the Suns. Like, it's been super impressive watching him. I didn't know he had that in him defensively. Then you add in everything he's doing on offense, and it's just like, man, that dude's amazing. Yeah, I mean, he he carried the show for them. KD had a really clean game there. He went 11 for 11 from the line, which was very important because Chris Paul, after breaking those free throws at the end, was like, you take it, KD, you take care of it. Honestly, the big shot of the game was Torrey Craig with that huge three in the corner. Yeah, so like the Clippers worked this thing down all the way to a three-point game. And then as the Clippers have been doing, they've been leaving Torrey Craig all series. And to be honest, he's making a pay. Three for four tonight. He went off in game two went off in game one, even in that loss. Like, I think when you're watching it, uh, you almost have to start going like, maybe we should stay a little bit more with Tory Craig. And maybe we should think about leaving CP instead, who was one for eight from three. Like CP really couldn't get anything to go down from deep. And I think the uh, time is for the Clippers to rethink the strategy of leaving Tory Craig wide open. And they have to rethink their strategy of having guard Norm Powell because he just can't miss. 42 points, 15 for 23 from the field. I mean, he was he was spectacular. Yeah, I, I mean, he was absolutely amazing. But when you say that the Suns have to rethink that strategy, let's see if Norm could do it again. <laughs> like, I'm just more <laughs> along the lines of like, let's see if Norm has that in him again on Saturday. This is also 
one thing that should be noted with all these guys playing heavy minutes, Booker 44, Paul 41, Durant 41, Westbrook 40, Powell, well, Westbrook doesn't matter. He's going to play a thousand minutes and still go just as hard. Um, and Norman Powell playing 40 minutes. Game four is Saturday afternoon. Like it's not even a full, you know, 48 hours before tip. Like they have to really start getting some juice here because uh, all these guys are going to be gassed for game four with the way they're they're playing and how hard both teams are going. And of course, what's going to happen with Kawhi? Like that, that kind of was a surprise kind of coming out of nowhere right before the game. It's it's so hard with the Clippers because you know they're they're so tight lipped when it comes to Kawhi. Remember, like when he when he hurt his knee against the Jazz, there was always oh well you know he'll be fine. He just hyperextended it. He'll be back. He'll be back. This it was a torn ACL, and I think that's kind of what you're looking at in this instance with the uh, um, stuff with the Clippers is you just don't know the information you're getting uh, from them and what what it really means. So now like who knows is he going to be back for Game Four? Is he done for the series? The playoffs, like, like, who knows? He could be just perfectly fine and wanted to rest for a game. So, I mean, now that the Suns are up two to one and they got the best shot you're going to get from Powell and Westbrook, doesn't mean it's their only shot, but it's definitely their best shot. Do you see like this series going? You know, could the Clippers even this up? Do the Clippers have a chance in this series still? I think they do. Um, I think the uh, way you're looking at it is um, it, it all depends on Kawhi, I guess, unfortunately. If they don't have Kawhi, I don't think they have a chance in this series at the end of the day. This was probably their best chance to steal game uh, another game. And without Kawhi, I just don't know how they do it. And I think we'll have to see how it kind of works out yeah. from there and, and, and figure it out. Speaking of figuring it out, uh, the Sixers, they figured it out against the Brooklyn Nets. They beat them 102 to 97. And this really all traces back to two peculiar moments early in this game. Well, well, before we get to that, let's get to the end of the game and then we'll get to that stuff because we're going to cover that, I think, way more than even the game. Sure. And I think we got to discuss Tyrese Maxey going completely going off in the last three minutes. I was going to go there. So hold on. So we'll 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 skip to the second incident. James Harden just slaps somebody in the balls and is shocked to be ejected for it. And after that point, uh, Joel Embiid, who was really dragging in this game, Tyrese Maxey, they just took over in the fourth quarter to just completely push back against what was a huge Nets run in the third quarter. And you're right. Maxey was fantastic. I mean, Maxey goes on an 8-0 run. The, the Nets have the Sixers down. They're up, they're up five on the Sixers with about two and a half left to go. Maxi hits a floater, hits a step back, hits another three coming out of a timeout. Uh, 8-0 run right then and there puts the Nets in, in dangerous situation. They throw the ball away when they're down three, and it ends up being a ball game. You know, and I think that became a huge thing. Melton gets the steal and comes away for the dunk, and that's the ball game. But it was all Maxi down the stretch in that fourth quarter where he just kind of went completely ballistic. You know, he drops 10 points in that quarter going off like he he really saved the Sixers from having to play an extra game with with everything that they had uh, going. This was a game the Sixers really had no business winning. And, you know, a couple of other guys probably shouldn't have been playing in this game. And poor Royce O'Neal fumbles the ball away twice. He had that weird just like literally fumbled it, I think, to Maxi and Maxi scores with about a minute and a half left. And then on that side, you know, that sideline out of bounds play, they have a chance to keep this going and he just like completely threw it away 
Yeah, 15 points for the, in the fourth quarter for the Nets, though. That's just simply not going to get it done for them. I mean, they got to find a way to, to to generate points and get things moving in that sense. And, and, you know, 19 in the second quarter. You can't have two quarters below 20 in the playoffs. You just can't. For sure. Uh, okay, can we get to these bigs? Uh, weird day for the centers in this game. Starts with Joel Embiid on the ground, and Claxton is right on top of him, and he just tries to kick him in the balls, it seemed like. The Sixers are just going for the balls all over the place, and he doesn't get ejected for that one. And then later in the game, Nick Claxton finishes over him, just kind of like gives him the stare down, gets a second technical, and he's ejected. So for starters, Joel Embiid should have gotten a flagrant too. That was an absolute intentional kick just because he missed the balls is not a reason for him to not be ejected, right? So he has bad aim, and I think that's the reason why he only gets a flagrant one instead of a flagrant two. That's an absolute uh, uh, mistake from the officials right then and there. It was a dead ball situation, and yeah, Claxton standing over him. I'm about to step over him and do the uh, Allen Iverson on him, but that doesn't mean he gets to kick him in the nuts. Plain and simple. Uh, and I think exactly that's what one Draymond of those did to LeBron. It's the same thing. Right. And, and, and that led to him being suspended the next game. I don't think Embiid's going to get suspended, but that should have been a flagrant too. The referees missed the, the, the mark on that one, but Claxton got a technical on that, which he should have. And I think the technical they gave the Claxton, the second one that got him ejected in all honesty, I think that was because they were just so afraid of this escalating at that point. And if you're Mac, if you're Claxton, you got to be smarter than that, man. You, I know you're excited, young. The the emotions are going into you. Just dunked on and beat again. You're feeling really good. You can't do the stare down. You've got to be smarter than that for the sake of your team in that instance. But I'm going to disagree with you, Jared. The Harden thing should have probably been a flagrant one. I mean, he's trying to kind of push off with his form. I don't think it was a, uh, in my opinion, I didn't feel like that was more intentional um, to get him right in the balls. It was intentional to push him. But I don't think he meant to get him in the nuts. And I think that uh, that kind of escalated it. And I honestly think if Embiid got the flagrant two to begin with, they wouldn't have given Harden a flagrant one, uh, two. Yeah, I I would have thought Embiid flagrant two because he's kicking at him. Um, and also, Tony Brothers, in his explanation after the game, said that it wasn't a flagrant two because he didn't get the balls. As if that matters. Yeah, he missed. If he's... That was the whole reason. He didn't get it because he yeah. had bad aim. Yeah, it's not like if you try to take a swing at somebody with a haymaker and you whiff, it doesn't make it any better. Like, you still have to get ejected from there. And then with the Harden thing, I would have gone flagrant one, too, um, just because it was more of like a tap rather than like a punch. You know, it wasn't like a super aggressive. It seemed more of like a cheap shot. Um, so flagrant one would have been fine. But it's not shocking to see him get the flagrant two. Um, this series is pretty much over. If the Celtics beat Atlanta on Friday, they're up 3-0. Lining up for a Celtic Sixers series, who do you feel like is coming in with the most momentum for that series? Honestly, I think it's the Celtics. You know, let's just assume they don't play poorly on Friday and 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 that that game three goes the way games one and two have gone. Those have been relatively easy victories, except for a couple of runs here and there from the Hawks. I don't think the uh, Sixers have looked particularly great, like in this game three. They easily could have lost this game. Again, Maxi goes completely ballistic down the stretch, couple of bad turnovers from the Nets, and 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 that saved the Sixers, but that easily could have been a Nets win right there and extended that series. So for me, I think it's the, the Celtics were coming in with maybe a little bit more momentum. All right, quickly, our last game here, the Warriors, they finally get a win. They beat the Kings 114-97 because obviously they're back home, so they're a totally different team there. Uh, 36 for Steph, he, and he had 33 like through three quarters. He just dominated this game. 
Yeah, and I think the uh, big thing right there, more importantly, is that the Kings got a taste of real playoff basketball and what it's like when you get to leave your arena and play on the road. Chase Center, for obvious reasons with the whole Draymond fiasco, was ready to roll in for this game. They were roaring. They were. It was something that you could feel like the Kings were tensed up. It was funny, Jared. The, we, the Kings want to play fast. That's how they want to go. They want to move. They want to push the ball. They want to play quickly. They were playing too fast and playing out of control in that speed that they were playing with. And I think that really hurt them in this game, especially the start. And Keegan Murray just flat out looked shook. Yeah, that was bad. He went two for seven. That that was not pretty. Uh, and Malik Monk went one for nine. Just all their shooters abandoned them in this game. Uh, Andrew Wiggins had 20 points. Uh, like, he looked good. He's he's back. Yeah, he's, he's beginning to get his feet under him, looked a little more confident. I mean, everybody was making some great plays for the uh, – uh, Warriors obviously Curry just being Steph and going completely ballistic was a big part of it um you know pool was was decent I think like you have a, a across the board like you're looking at things of like all right you got some stability now this is again makes the next game huge game four is going to be massive because if this thing's tied 2-2 I'm thinking the Warriors are winning this series I don't I don't know that. if the Kings can can handle that if they had the opportunity to go up 3-0 or 3-1 on the uh, the Warriors, if they don't, I don't think they're going to have a chance to uh, really move on. Yep, I, I agree with you on that. Just last thing, we have to mention this on the show. Kevon Looney, he had only four points. He had 20 rebounds and nine assists. That's just stepping in for Draymond and getting nine dimes. That's wonderful. Get that man a raise. This dude is underpaid. I think he got a contract last year, but still underpaid. He needs more money, Jared. Give that man a raise. I thought he should have been playing a whole lot more in the finals as well last year. I'm a Looney fan. I'm a Looney fanatic. I'm a lunatic for Looney. Let's workshop up some of these things here, guys. Um, but I, I'm all in on Looney. I think this is one of those things when, when you watch the way he played, he's one of the main reasons why they won this game. His physicality from the start of this game really kind of went at the Kings and particularly Sabonis. And Sabonis has to step up in this series at some point. Like, he's been okay. He hasn't been terrible. But he hasn't really shown himself yet. And I think this is one of those things. They really need him to get going for the Kings to have a chance in Game 4. All right, well, that will do it for the Kavon Looney Stand Club on the Daily Ding. I'm Jared Weiss. He's Mo DeKeel. Danielle Lehman is our producer. And we're going to see you next time here on the Daily Ding. And Aid Mubarak to my brothers and sisters out there. Ding, ding.